0: welcome to a special bonus segment of keeper chat a quick and dirty my name is fauna
1: and my name is flora
0: and these q and d's are an opportunity for us to answer some of the questions we receive from all of you this week we're going to be focusing on a question we totally forgot about Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm so sorry thank you drew for writing in we love you we love that you wrote in we're so sorry we forgot about this (laughs) it happened while one of us was across the world (laughs) The other one was having a breakdown, so we apologize, <laughs> but we're answering it now.
1: Uh, I so, was just cleaning yeah. up the emails, and we were just saying in an episode, like, oh, man, we haven't gotten <laughs> like, a listener email in forever, and yeah. this poor person's just been waiting for months. I guess at the bottom like, of our, so like, cute. spam in our email, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs>
0: and they're like, um, excuse me, I sent one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you, Drew, for writing in. Thank you. Drew sent us a question back in November asking oh. about self-care. He says, zookeeping is a very physically and emotionally difficult job, and part of taking the best care of our animals is taking care of ourselves. Beyond heavy drinking, haha, making sure to get plenty of rest and drinking plenty of water, what are some other good self-care practices that you guys find helpful? So, let's discuss it.
1: Let's. I I won't mention the fact that I'm my second ball of wine in. Oh, oops, (laughs) I did. (laughs) Uh,
0: Step number one. Pour yourself a hearty glass. A <sighs> something.
1: Yeah, I just. You know, drinking, It could I could be doing meth. That's what I always say.
0: Oh, do you? This could you be meth. Say
1: that. <laughs> yes.
0: It's a good catchphrase. That mm-hmm. <laughs> could be
1: meth. But um, this could be meth.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you see that a lot from anyone who's stressed. I'm not saying it's a healthy outlet, Mm-mm. but it is one that we partake in. Mm hmm. Uh, so, you know, just do so responsibly. Yes. I don't know, man. Like, we're all adults. I yeah. Think we're, aren't we part of that generation, though, where, like, we're just kind of... We're sad all the time? Oh, Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. But, like, more specifically, a lot of people in our generation tend to just come out of college as alcoholics. Wow,
1: really? I don't know. Yeah, I, mean. I
0: think so, because it's such a huge part of, like, being in college, college and having that experience. And True. Then Like, that being a way to cope with the, like, ever larger amount of crushing dilemmas Mm -hmm. in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, (laughs) you're not alone, I guess. (laughs) Does that make you feel better? Maybe? Maybe
1: not? And it is, like, an addiction, for sure. So I'd say take it easy. But I think there's something to it, too, with, like, a lot of times, like, your coworkers or your friends. And, like, if you go out after work for a drink and you're, like, de-stressing... Like by talking and then de stressing by drinking. That's like one big way. But you don't have to drink. You could drink a lemonade and still de stress. But sometimes talking it out.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I think that's helpful. the main thing is like giving yourself a chance to relax and de stress. And a lot of times that's what people are doing in conjunction with drinking. So like mm-hmm. that's what we're gonna focus on is those types of things that you can do. Healthier ways. Yeah, healthier ways to cope, I guess. Um, So I know that Flora and I have talked about this a couple times before, but uh, Drew's absolutely right. This is a really physically, mentally, and emotionally demanding job, Mm -hmm. and it's certainly not the only one out there. Like, I know a lot of people working in the medical profession feel the same way. Uh, I know, like, veterinarians in particular and vet techs feel this a lot, Uh, and it's it's not just inherent in one type of job, but we do see it a lot in our field, so we're going to speak to what we know. And that is that. But it is. It's a lot. It's a lot to handle. It's really tough on your body. You come home and all your bones are broken and your back is like the shape of an S. And your feet are claws and (laughs) you sort of have to like hobble your way through the night until tomorrow. Um, But at the same time, too, it's tough because not only are the animals you take care of, like your passion and the reason that you're there and like the loves of your life, but they are your coworkers, too. Mm -hmm. And they're your friends and they're you know, they're the reason you show up every day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's hard to compare when you are talking about a job like this and potentially a job um, maybe uh, more distanced from other beings. Like, if you're working in more of an office setting. Again, this is not to say that our job is harder by any means, but um, no. it's different because, yes. you know, you have, you're not necessarily going to have, like, an actual visceral connection <laughs> to the paperwork you're working on like you would with an animal that you're working with. Right. Um, and we dedicate our lives to these guys. So it can be really tough when um, anything potentially goes wrong. And that's kind of like the nature of the beast, too, is that something will always inevitably happen. It's yeah. very rare that we take care of animals that we outlive. So um, Unless you're a tortoise keeper. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And then they pass you down through their own will. <laughs> you have to go They're through like- a whole, like <laughs> – like tryout process for this yeah, tortoise. so like
1: um, I'll pick a- my next zookeeper. Thanks,
0: mm-hmm. but no,
1: compassion fatigue is like a real thing, and I think yeah. you know we see animals come and go, but we're I think what makes it a little bit different than like a lot of jobs. But again, I'm like kind of lumping in like doctors and vets and zookeepers. I'm sorry, I know that they like will make more money than us and do like save lives, but we're also changing lives every day. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, like, those are, like, the passion jobs, right? And I think that zookeeping is, like, filed under the passion jobs. And so I think Mm -hmm. they just, like, hit you harder because you are kind of, like, pouring your life into this. And especially Mm -hmm. day-to-day when you're talking to visitors and you're trying to change them and just teach them to fucking recycle. And every day they, like, roll their eyes at you or, like, turn away or, like, kiss Mm -hmm. you out or throw, like, cigarettes at your animals or... I don't know. It's, like, that is all stacked up against us, too. Mm -hmm. Um so I think it's, like, a double whammy. is like, the animals and the stress that comes with that. And then the people and, like, the disrespect and the, like, not caring. And, like, we're seeing the world crumbling around us. It's mm-hmm. kind of a lot.
0: Yeah. So. I think, well, I think you I think you nailed it, too. Like, you said we have an emotional connection because it is a passion project. And so those emo- emotional connections are going to be harder. Um, and they're going to, like, they're going to have a bigger strain on you overall. Yeah. When something potentially veers off that positive track. But I think going off of that as well, a lot of times there's that expression that people say, like, you know, do what you love and you never work a day in your life. That's not the case. Do what you love and you're going to be miserable every minute of your life is how it really is. who said that?
1: Who wrote that? They're so drawn. Yeah,
0: I mean, all of us love our jobs and we we love being in the, like, very privileged, privileged position that we're in. But at the same time, because we're so obsessed and passionate about it, we don't, our workday doesn't end when we go home. Like, no, we're you can't. are constantly thinking about it. You mm-hmm. can't turn it off. Nope. If something is going wrong at work, like you have a sick animal or you have like an exam coming up or there's like a storm overnight or like anything, you're thinking about it nonstop. Like yeah, you just either, don't stop.
1: You're either up all night or you wake up in the middle of the night with a fucking fever, sweat dream about all the animals getting out and like you showing up to work without keys and like, I don't know, it's all your fault.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. So it literally consumes your entire being. Um, which is where I think that mental and emotional uh, welfare can get a little bit strained as well. So so how can we fix it? Yeah, how can we alleviate those things? Okay, what can do, do?
1: I talk to your dumbass.
0: Yeah, we talk to each other. This I is actually, think... like, starting this podcast was one of the ways that we helped cope with those things.
1: Oh my God, yeah, and I was in that job that I did not like at all. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it's, it's helpful, too, to have somebody from the outside who also understands. Like, we work at different organizations. We've worked at the same one before, but we work at different ones now. And there's a difference between us venting now and the difference between us venting when we're in the same organization. When we were at the same organization, it was like a fucking whirlwind. Like, we, I would bitch and you would bitch and we would bitch back and we both bitch about the same thing. And it was like, it wasn't helpful. Like, we just, like, spiraled and we were so angry all the time. Mm -hmm. And so now I feel like now it's like, oh my God, you just, like, vent and the other person's just like holy shit, like, that person sucks, I'm so sorry, what if you tried this, like, da-da-da-da-da. I don't know, it's just, like, it's less, like, I feel like you kind of feed off of each other when you're, like, co-workers talking about the same situation that's, like, yeah, bugging you. Yeah, absolutely. But when there's someone outside, so, like, either someone you know or, like, a therapist who can kind mm-hmm. of be like, oh, my God, like, they validate you, like, yeah, that seems like that's fucked up, or they don't, like, oh, well, think about it from their shoes, like, da 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 I don't know. I just think it's, like, way more helpful than just talking to the same people. So if your coworkers are your, like, bouncing off board for ideas and issues, like, try to find somebody else who understands. And don't talk to, like, someone who's going to be like, oh, that doesn't sound like a problem. Like, uh, fuck you. No. Find someone who, like, actually understands your day-to-day mm-hmm. and the stress of it all. Don't let them, like, belittle you and your job. And Yeah. Yeah. And have them be, like, a talking... Point person, what?
0: Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. I think it it's worth taking a look at the like people in your life that you automatically turn to and evaluate whether they're actually stressors as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're right, if you have someone who's like positive all the time and you know is like super upbeat and always looking for solutions and stuff like that, sometimes if you want to vent, they're not really the best person to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but likewise, if you are talking to someone and all they do is be like, "Wow, that sucks," and then Yeah, that's it. Like, that's not really great either. And like you said, as well, having someone in the same organization can sometimes be great. But a lot of times it can be terrible because you're both kind of biased in what you're seeing. So it can be really helpful to find someone outside of that, um, even slightly removed to talk to. And honestly, that's probably the best thing that you can do. Yeah, especially when shit hits the fan and you're frustrated or you're upset or you're sad or you're devastated or like whatever it may be. Like those are the people that you should turn to um i think another thing is to also i've been doing this recently in the last couple of years and it's not easy by any means and it takes a lot of work but i do see it helpful um in that the times that i am at work i try my best to just be positive Mm -hmm. in everything i do um Have positive interactions, even if I, like, hate that person and they're the most annoying, like, dickwad I've ever encountered in my entire (laughs) life. Like, what do I have to deal with them for the next eight hours tops? Okay, Mm -hmm. big deal. And then I get to go home, you know? Or, like, if it's just, like, someone is talking about the dumbest shit at lunch and I just, like, cannot handle it then whatever, I just go and, like, put my headphones in and listen to a podcast or something. Like, right. I just find ways to have make all of my encounters pleasant, even if I hate that person, even if I hate that situation, even if I hate whatever, even if that animal hates me. Like, I find ways to either learn from it or just make it as positive as I can. And yeah. that's really helped me learn to, like, let stuff kind of roll off my back, too. Like, not really yes. sweat the small stuff, and especially when I go home for the day, Like not check my emails, don't not think about work. No, no. exactly. Never do that because that's just going to consume your life. Um, But it gives me a chance to to kind of reflect on my day and be like, okay, you know what? That really wasn't that big a deal. Like now I can go home and actually have the time to myself. I'm not sitting there just like stewing with hatred over like whatever happened.
1: And I think too, like one of my really good friends at my last job like showed me this amazing video, and I'm gonna butcher it because I can barely remember anything that happens five minutes before. But it was, like, this video of this man and woman, and they're, like, sitting on a couch. It's probably, like, on fucking BuzzFeed or something. And the girl is, like, talking about how there's, like, this huge pressure in her head. And she, like, her head feels like it's going to explode. And it's just, like, crushing her. And the man is just, like, listening and listening. And she's just talking about, like, this agonizing, just, like, pressure, like, pushing on her head. And, like, as they zoom out, she has, like, a fucking nail driven into her forehead. And he's, Mm -hmm. like, maybe it's the nail on your forehead. And then she's, like, no, that's not it. And so that's <laughs> yes. I'm doing a really bad job of explaining it. But sometimes it's not about finding a problem. Sometimes it is just venting. And, like, it's yeah. not the nail. It's just I need to tell you how I feel. And yeah. so I think it's important, too, to, like, try to find someone who doesn't always try to solve your problems either. They need yeah. to be able to be, like, just shut the fuck up and listen to me <laughs> for, like, five seconds. And, like, commiserate with me. Tell me this yeah. person's fucking stupid because that's what I need right now. Yeah, um, totally. And And maybe – and if you don't have anyone in your life, like – I totally suggest seeing a therapist. I saw one in my last job the whole time because I was absolutely fucking miserable there. Mm -hmm. Um, And talking to them like was so validating and so amazing and helped me out more than I can even express. And that was like totally priceless. Um, And definitely check with your organizations too to see if they have like a helpful program. I know some zoos, um, a couple that I've worked at now have the EAP, the employee assistance program where for, um, one problem, you can go see uh five therapy visits for free. Nice. So you can tell your therapist like, oh, I'm having financial issues. You can see them five times, and then you can be like, Oh, okay, now I'm depressed, and then you can see them five times, and then you're like, Oh, uh, now <laughs> it's like coworker problems, and then you can see them five times. Which is kind of like what we maybe did, I don't know. Yeah. We had a lot of issues. And so we just kept stacking them.
0: Hey, so, like, that's got to see a works, therapist for
1: free for like a lot.
0: Yeah. And I think too are never-ending. <laughs> well, I mean, therapy is good though in that regard because it allows you to like talk things through in a way that you wouldn't maybe normally think to, mm-hmm. and then gives you a helpful ear. But I think oh, for sure. also like if for whatever reason, like, I know a lot of people suffer from different types of issues and anxieties and things like that, and if that just isn't something you think you can do, I would highly recommend journaling as well or like mm. getting your thoughts down in one way or another. Like yeah. I know. I don't know. When I was growing up, I had this, like, perfect idea about journaling being, like, this thing where I, like, write, like, Dear Diary every day. And it was, like, a summary (laughs) of my day. And that's just not what I do. Like, a lot of my journaling is me just, like, writing down to-do lists so that it's out of my head and I can stop, like, obsessing about it. Or writing something that annoyed me that day. Or writing something that I'm looking forward to. Or, Mm. like, writing a song that popped into my head that I want to remember later. Like, For me, it's just a chance to, like, get all of those extra thoughts that are buzzing around my head all day down Mm -hmm. on paper so that they're not buzzing around my head anymore. And that, I found, has helped clear my thoughts as well because I – a lot of times, like, I know I feel very anxious when I have a lot going on at work, I have a lot going on at home, and I can't stop thinking about either. And so they just compound, and it makes it worse and worse and worse and worse. And so if I can at least get some of it down, then I Mm -hmm. stop. And it gives – it's almost like the, like, thoughts bouncing in, around in my head have less to, like, bounce off of. And so I'm able to better focus on them.
1: Yeah. Um, no, no, And no, actually I, solve them. Yeah. I totally agree. I just don't journal. I just, like, text you the whole <laughs>
0: – yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just it, too. I, like – I consider, like, any form of getting it down and yes. out of your body as, like, a form of yes. journaling. So however you want to do that, I think, is, like, really helpful. And it's something I know – has really helped me. And this is probably, Um, like, to the
1: extreme, but if there is something that happened to you or if there is something that, like, really bothered you at work, always write it down. Always keep track of dates and times of things that are happening to you if it's to the extreme where it's, like, an issue. Um, Because not only will that help you in the future if it comes up to where you need to talk about something, but also it is a nice way to kind of cope.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. And one thing that I've started doing too that I didn't used to um, was that I would start not necessarily sharing everything, but sharing things that were affecting me as an employee with my supervisor. Mm. Um, You don't have to go into like crazy detail or whatever, but like there was a time several months back where I was just like dealing with a lot of anxiety. I was dealing with some like depressive episodes. And every time I went to work, I just didn't care. Like I was totally, I had, 100% compassion fatigue. I was burnt out. I didn't care. I didn't care about what I was doing. Like, I just felt like a ghost, like, floating around throughout the day. I just didn't care about anything. And um, I went and talked to my supervisor about it, and I was just like, like, this is what I'm going through, and I just want you to know that, like, if this is what it looks like, you know, just know that I do really care about this job. I'm just having a lot of hard times right now, and I just wanted you to know. And she was so grateful because she was like, I totally understand. Like it happens to all of us. I'm so glad you told me. And she was able to make small changes in our like team routine that allowed me to have like the space that I needed to cope and still be able to do my job, but not put me in any scenarios that I could potentially be in danger um, because I do work with dangerous animals. So she was like, okay, we're just going to take you off of like shifting and locking up for a couple days and you can like do these other things instead and it was super helpful because like she said it gave me the space i needed um to be able to get through it and even if that's not a possibility for you still sharing those things with your supervisor or your hr representative or whoever can again give you a chance to at least get them out and they can help problem solve ways to help you through it yeah And
1: my, you know, everyone's always, like, afraid of, like, oh, they're gonna fire me. My thing is, like, if you get in trouble for that kind of shit, you don't want to fucking work for those people anyway. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Because they're awful. Uh, Um, But another thing I wanted to mention, too, since we were, like, talking about journaling and stuff is... One thing that was recommended to me that I did not do because I hated it, but someone might like it, <laughs> is, like, this app on your phone you can get called, like, Mood Tracker or I don't know. But just, like, at the end of every day, it would, like, notify you and you just, like, picked what smiley face, like, from, like, frowny, angry, sad, happy, oh, yeah. moderate or whatever. And you could, like, rank the day and then you just, like, would type in, like, what happened or just, like, you know, at work today or something like that. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So you could kind of see, like... Maybe you're unhappy in general or you're, like, you have compassion fatigue or you're sad outside of work. And it's a kind of nicer way to kind of pinpoint those moods and see what, like, what was happening that, like, affected that mood. Like, what made you yeah. sad? Is it every fucking day you're at work? Well, then maybe you need to find something else to do. <laughs> or
0: yeah, is totally. it all your
1: off days and, like, you need to find a hobby? I don't know.
0: So or is it like that's... one person at work, and like maybe you need uh, to address it's just those issues. days when you work with that awful person? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Back or when you work
1: with <laughs> fauna. Jesus,
0: <laughs> couldn't stand <'em. laughs> them. Every worst day was a day in hell. <clears throat> you're welcome. <laughs> uh, no, I think um, I mean take this one lightly too. Like, don't go buck wild with it. But I don't think there's anything wrong either. That if you're having like a really bad day to. Take a sick day. That's what your sick days are for. It yeah. Like, you don't have to be – have, like, some sort of physical illness to warrant having a sick day. If you are not feeling mentally there or emotionally there, like, I consider that just as sick as, like, being physically impaired. Um, yes. Especially when
1: our pro- – like, our day-to-day when you can die. Yeah. Like, if or you're the right headspace. <laughs> Like, if yeah. your cat dies or your boyfriend cheated on you or if you just don't fucking feel up to it or you're, like, having a depressive episode or you skipped a day of your meds and you feel off, like, that is big. That's That mm-hmm. could be big. So, yeah, yeah, I think it is important to take those days. And I, there's some companies where the people say, like, I need a mental health day and their boss is like, yes, sick, dope, take it. And then there's others that are like, fucking buck up, like, come in when you're sick, like, da so do no, whatever you need to do but yeah i agree like i this is not an industry i
0: mean you can die yeah there's no reason to tough <laughs> it out I mean, no you could reason die. to tough it out yeah you could die your animals could die other people could die like this isn't there's no reason to tough it out and yeah. if you do decide to call out and for whatever reason, someone tries to, like, pressure you to tell them why, you don't have to tell them. (laughs) You can just say, I'm not, I'm not feeling well, I need to stay home, and that's a reason. That's one of, like, the
1: biggest things that I think, something about, like, our generation even, or I don't know if it's, like, women, or I don't know, but the, the need to, like, have an excuse. Exactly. like, when you were a kid and someone invited you over, you're like, no, my mom will let me, but really you didn't want to, or, like, Someone asks you to do something, and you're like, "No, I'm busy that night." But really, you just don't fucking want to. Just say mm-hmm. like, "No, I don't fucking want to." <laughs> like, why do we feel the need to like make up an excuse? So like, when you call in sick and you say, "Hi, I'm sick," and they're like, "Okay," and then when you come back to work, like, "Well, what was wrong? I was sick." Well, what were you, what was wrong? I was sick. That's all you need to say. It's none of their fucking business.
0: Exactly. Like, you could be like blowing like chunks out of your butt. They don't need to yes. know that.
1: Okay, my absolute favorite story. So my father, a million years ago worked at, like... Prehistoric I, times. He's ancient. Yeah. He worked at something awful. I don't think it was a slaughterhouse, but it was something weird. And he worked with, like, weird people. This is in a different country, <laughs> I think. This is and in a different realm. This is, oh, my God. This is... Yeah, this is something else. But anyway, his, like, little buddy that he worked with, um, like, kept calling out sick or something. And I don't know. This is a bad story. But basically what the guy said was... Call out sick and tell them you have a fissured anus because they're not going to ask twice. (laughs) So basically you're saying, call them and tell them your butthole has been ripped open because they're not going to ask for, number one, evidence. And number two, they're not going to ask you how your butthole is when you get back to work. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, it could just be
0: like your mental butthole. Like, they don't need to know what butthole.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if it's like some kind of politeness. I don't think it is because whenever someone comes back, you're never just like, oh, like, Susie, are you feeling good? No, you're really, like, trying to be like, oh, were you actually sick? So you can be like, yeah, yeah my genital warts had a flare-up. Like, fuck you, dude. It's not your <laughs> fucking business. <laughs> no,
0: it's really not. Yeah. It's yeah. So, like, don't feel bad about doing that. Like, I always used to, like, feel like I had to explain everything that was going on. It almost, like, then... made you sick <laughs> when you, exactly. like, chose to and do then it. And you had, like, so much anxiety around <laughs> yes. it. But then there was one time where I was literally had, like – the stomach flu, and I was, like, shitting my brains out. And I was on the phone, and I was just like, I just can't come in. <laughs> like, yes. I was, not going to be, like, I'm glued to a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, um, so just keep that in mind. I mean, don't, like, go crazy and just never show up to work again because that's no. its own issue yeah. um, and something that probably needs to be dealt with. But, I mean, I think I think if you can do your best to delineate your time between work and your time between home, do so. Even if that means, like – you have your phone off during the day when you're at work and you, you like, turn it on at lunch and you have something to look forward to at lunch. Mm-hmm. Or, like, one thing that I've started doing whenever I feel I'm getting, like, fatigued in one way or another is I will find something new. It's not always easy, but I'll find something new, like a new book that I love, a mm-hmm. new, like, I don't know. Video game. Yeah, a video game, like, a new, like, music or, like, a new, like, yoga workout or a new restaurant or, like, whatever, like, new – something new – And I um, try to like build that into my life and Mm -hmm. it gives me something to look forward to. Like I know I started watching this like mini series and like reading this book. And so what I did was I woke up an extra 20 minutes earlier every morning and I had that time for me to like do this thing that I love. And it really set me off on a good foot because I wasn't rushing around to go to a job that I wasn't excited about to do something that I just didn't care about. Like I was – getting up to do this thing that I loved and it like really put me in a much better headspace going into work because then I was able to like be like okay that was awesome and then I like took my lunch for myself and then I yes once I was done with the day I went home and I did that thing that I loved and so it gives you something to look forward during the day even if you're not excited about anything else
1: yes when we worked that job together I started going to the gym from like 6 to 7 a.m. And it was, like, the best years of my life. Yeah. I got to get my fat ass back to doing that because it was amazing. It made me, like, so jazzed for the day. Also, I was ripped. and It was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things, too, so, like, hobbies. Okay, I yeah. love video games. I love reading books. I mm-hmm. love watching Scandal. I like talking to you. Mm-hmm. I don't, number one, do anything animal-related other than this podcast when I get home. Yeah. I don't watch animal documentaries. I don't watch Animal Planet. I don't talk to people about animals on the internet other than like making memes or doing something for this podcast i don't do Mm -hmm. anything animal related yeah it's too much i can't i'll go see like movies in a theater i'll go see the new penguin documentary when it comes out sure animal planet whatever you got me fucking hooked but other than that i'm not gonna watch blue planet on fucking netflix no oh i
0: love that shit i do that (laughs) (laughs) i
1: can't i mean to each their own though like
0: Yes, if but you find yourself
1: like when I'm done with animals, I'm done with the animals. My cat's, yeah. are, like screaming, and I'm like, "Yes, I will take care I'm of people, you." I'm sorry, <laughs> done with you.
0: I'm sorry, mommy's done with you. She dealt with animals all day but on listen, your own.
1: But listen,
0: oh yeah, my God, I mean, my cat is giving me the shittiest look. Well, you exposed her. I Over. mean, I think I think that's important to to do, and like, I think we're all so obsessed with our jobs that we like constantly check emails or we, mm. we're constantly checking like text messages from coworkers or like whatever and that's just terrible like I think every job does that but like ours in particular and I think it's all too easy to fall into that trap of just doing it once and doing it again and whatever but like if it's really important someone will get a hold of you yeah. but like until then there's nothing that you need to be doing you just need to like relax and I think like you said our jobs are so dangerous and they're so um, st- they can be so draining that you need to really focus on taking that time. Like, I know you yeah. and I love, you know, like, we're going to out. to and- the
1: musical. And yeah, like, we and love, like,
0: doing weird shit. Like, we love, like, hanging out with our friends. We'll go to movies. If we're broke as hell, we'll, like, stay home and take a bath and fucking read a book or something. Uh, like that one time we just, like, played
1: cards all night and filmed ourselves <laughs> playing cards so we could then watch the video of us playing cards? Because... I it was fun. It was fun it as was hell. Fun. <laughs> um, yeah, we're oh, just play like... beer pong. Okay, all you need are some solo <laughs> cups and some round cat toys. You don't even have to worry about beer pong balls. It's called kitty pong. We invented exactly. it. Exactly. Fill fill
0: your cups with water. Who cares? Who cares? No one cares. You just in play the water it again. and
1: then you drink from like your bev.
0: It's fine. And then <laughs> yeah, and then everything's easy peasy. And it's just um, a coffee table. It's fine. Exactly. Like take up woodworking. I don't know. Like start cooking well a lasagna. Like go for a walk. Just do yes. anything. Okay, that here's the thing. It's gonna also, break though. you out of your routine. So a lot of times like I come
1: home and I'm just like eat and then I just like fart yeah. around on the couch and then I go to bed. Yep. Yeah. Because once you're home and you're in your jam jams, you don't want to do fuck all. So here's what thing <laughs> I did to get out of it. Is I'm obsessed with my planner. I write everything in my planner. I write like do laundry, like take out trash, like feed cats, because I just like see love... you're doing
0: your own form of journaling.
1: I lo- okay, yeah, it's shorthand, and I love just like <laughs> scratching things out. So then I started uh-huh. I started putting like on there like play Ori, like play Pokemon for two hours, like finish book, like I started yeah. putting down like what I wanted to do in my like leisure time on my planner, and it like sort of like held myself accountable, so where I-, I didn't just sit on my couch and look at my phone for four hours before bed.
0: Yeah, and it, it like you said, if you have stuff on there that you enjoy doing, then you're more likely to do it, and you're going to feel better for doing so. Hmm. Yeah, um. One feel thing like that I when I just saw my couch. <laughs> oh yeah, one thing that I found too, and I think this is like good advice for anyone who's depressed, regardless of what their job is, is like sometimes it's hard to just even take care of yourself. So if you can mm. have things that are easy that will make you feel, if not good, then neutral go for it. Like, Mm -hmm. if you need a shortcut on food, go for it. Just, if you can, try to throw in, like, two vegetables. Mm -hmm. Like, if you, like, if you haven't showered in, like, a week, take a shower. You're gonna feel great. Like, (laughs) if you can't muster that, wash your face and brush your teeth. You're gonna feel way better. Like, if you can get the energy up to do a lot of laundry and change your sheets in your bed, do it. You're gonna feel great. Like, those little things are going to help you get through the hardest parts and help you keeping taking care of yourself until you can get to the point where you can, like, take more of an active role in your life. Yeah.
1: Small steps, man. Yeah. Don't go, like, crazy. Don't be like, oh, my New Year's resolution is, to, like, turn my whole life around. Eh. No. My New Year's resolution is to pick up that sock that I've left on the floor and I've walked by it, like, 17 times this week. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow I'm going to pick up that sock and I'm gonna feel dope about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> And I, th- I don't think there's anything wrong, too, with having an honest conversation with your employers at your job, too. Like, if you go and you are stressed out constantly because you have so much to do or you feel like you're drowning or whatever, like, maybe you haven't gotten over a recent animal loss in your department or, like, you're having trouble with a coworker. Yeah. It's worth talking to your boss about those things and coming up with a plan on what you can accomplish as opposed to what you can't. Like, mm-hmm. if there's something that you love about your job... Try to refocus in on those things and try to come up with something that you can do that's going to, like, tie back into that because that's what's going to motivate you is the stuff that you actually care about. Like, maybe you love raking yards. So, like, see if you can just spend an afternoon raking yards one day. Yeah. Or maybe you love making enrichment. See if you can do that. Like, see if you can trade duties with someone else to do that one afternoon or whatever. Like, whatever you enjoy doing because that's going to, like, help spark that – that passion again in you and it's gonna get you out of this funk that you're in and it's gonna like you know like we have to take care of ourselves to take care of our animals and so think about it that way too it's worth investing your time if nothing else so that you are like good and in a good headspace to do so for the animals in your care
1: fuck yeah and we do like a lot of just like actual self-care in terms of just like like I get a massage at one time, it was dank. I need to get another one so soon because our bodies oh, are just like these little, like rubber band balls. <laughs> like we're seriously so tight. Um, but like I get pedicures, like maybe I don't know, like once a year, and they're amazing. But oh I my god, going. I cannot
0: get those. I'm so ticklish. I kick the person in the face like every time
1: I've gone. I have to like grip the armrest, but they put you in a massage chair. They put oh yeah, feet, that's and, really like, nice. Like amazing warm water sometimes they give you like wine or like sparkling (laughs) water it's the best shit but also just like i buy bath bombs i take baths all the time i just put up a picture on patreon the other day i was like hey what y'all doing and it was a picture not of me i don't (laughs) make nude pictures on patreon please don't join for that as you're not gonna get it but it was just a picture of my bathtub i was in my bathtub playing pokemon on my switch
0: with a glass of wine in my bathtub it's the dream oh speaking of baths i can highly recommend epsom salts like since our jobs Ooh, are so yeah. physically demanding toss some epsom salt like even if you don't want to take a full bath which you should but just like put some in a bucket shove your feet in toss some salts in, in you're shove gonna your feel feet so in. much better because those are yes. gonna help ease all the tension in your muscles yeah. and you're gonna feel great and yes. like all those little things help like put on a face mask if you're not into that I don't know, make a delicious salad. If you're not into that, drink some lemon water. I don't know, make drink yourself a cup of tea. Say <laughs> why don't you drink some water? Um, like make yourself a cup of tea. If you're not into that, like yes. watch the Great British bake off. Like if and you're if, not into that, I don't know, do some yoga. Like there's so like, many things.
1: I don't know. And don't think that like Taking care of yourself is like inherently feminine. Like I don't, I know that that's like a oh, big thing. Oh, that's
0: so stupid.
1: I mean, I know zookeepers are like nine percent women anyway. But this person that was asking was male. But I don't think that like having a bath and like enjoying yourself and like I don't know. Yeah, like, what do you want to do? Just fucking lotion, so you don't have like this scabbiest <laughs> elbows. Is only for females <laughs> to do. Like, take care of your fucking self. Everyone around you will appreciate. it. You're gonna it feel and better. Feel better. Yes, you'll feel yeah. better.
0: What, do you want to, like, walk around as this, like, crusty golem the whole time? No. No one wants that. Like, no one's going to feel great about themselves or their life choices, like, if they're like that. Come on. And don't do it for
1: anyone else. Do it for you. Like, if you want to do it.
0: Exactly. Like, sweep up all the hair on your kitchen floor. (laughs) I mean, like. so much hair. Pour yourself a glass of water. Light yourself a little candle. Oh, my God. Yes. That's the other thing I was going to say is, like, get, like,
1: aromatherapy. That shit works. I have, like, this little, like. I don't know. It's like a little hippo and he goes in the microwave and he smells so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's amazing.
1: But they have like stress relief candles, like all yes. that shit. That aromatherapy shit. Yeah. Get yourself
0: like a cooling eye mask. Like there's so Buck. many things. Yes. Especially but By if you're, chocolate, like, shut up. Yes. Especially if you're like broke and stupid like we are. <laughs> do free shit. Seriously. It's like do free shit. It's not gonna cost you anything to just like put submerse some your body. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> ice cubes on your eyeballs and some like immerse your body in some hot boiling liquid. liquid. Yes. But you're good to go.
1: Cook but yourself. Don't shop at Lush. We talked about this.
0: Oh yeah. Try to I find don't, something else. I but.
1: love Lush bath bombs. I, I did. Know. I used to. And then they shat on zoos everywhere. And now I buy I bought my mom bought me some. I think they're from Sam's Club. But they say they're Hell like yeah environmentally friendly. I don't know. It worked. It said it had a surprise inside and I used it and it had a little heart eraser on the inside of
0: the Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. One thing that you turned me on to as well is like if you don't have a video game system or like a computer or whatever, like most of us have a smartphone, right? So Mm -hmm. um, one thing that I do is I'll just like, if I'm not feeling life in general, is I will find something extremely low maintenance and low risk to... Like, take care of. Like, I currently have an app on my phone that I downloaded, and I always go for the free apps because, duh, Ew, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna never pay, pay anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I always like go for ones that have like soothing music and allow me to like collect something. So right now I'm like collecting plants, and that's it. All I do is like grow plants, and I oh, like earn bubbles. Did they have the cat one? Did I get you to download? The yes. Cat? There's like Nico Atsume, the like kitty <laughs> yes, one. Atsume, and then there was like yes. this amazing one where you're like under the sea, and you can like, grow <gasps> yes, coral. Yes. You make and all these, your like, own fish. aquarium. Yes. Yes, that
1: one too. It had all these the like, beautiful soothing music. Oh, and, like it was yeah, so nice. The more nice. beautiful your aquarium, all these like exotic fish come and hang out.
0: Yeah, and there's, like, these, like, slow lights, and it was so nice. And all you do – literally, the only thing that you could do is just, like, pop bubbles if you want to. If you don't, there's, like, no penalty. It's so (laughs) low risk, and it's amazing. And I always get the free ones. But, like, that's something that you can do to just, like, dredge yourself out of the mundane. Mm -hmm. Just, like, try something new. Get something going that's, like, positive in your life, whether it has to do with, like, animals, yourself, cooking – I don't know, running outside. Like, whatever. Get those endorphins going. Do what you gotta do. Let your body relax. Let your body heal in every facet. And love yourself. Yes. Do it, because we love you. (laughs) I love you to bits. I
1: just want to eat you up. Um, what else? Um, do fun things. Um, -hmm. do what you enjoy. Don't do things you don't enjoy.
0: Oh, for sure. Like, if... Oh, that's the other thing I was gonna say. If, like, um... If you're under the horrible guise of, like, compassion fatigue and your coworkers are like, let's all go out for a drink and we can, like, chill, and you're not feeling up to that, say no, and that's it. You don't have to explain why, just say no. Or you can be like, no, I don't want to. That's fine. Whatever. Whatever you want to say, just be like, no, I'm not going to go. Because it's just going to stress you out and it's just going to tire you out, and you're going to spend money that you don't want to spend. Same thing with your friends or your family. If they're, like, like, banging down your door for you to come hang out with them and you're not feeling up to it, say no. You need that yeah. time just like anyone else does. And you're not a bad person for doing so. No. And that's all part of self-care, too, is, like, knowing where your but boundaries also, are and respecting yourself
1: to uphold those boundaries. On a side note, don't say no forever. Like, say yes every once in a while. Just, just see what happens. Because like, if you can get a rut, like, I was, like, actually literally depressed in a funk New Year's Eve last year? Year before? 2017?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was... At my house playing video games in the dark with strangers on the internet. And my best friend in the town I was living in, she just literally came to my house at, like, 11 o'clock and was like, we're going out for New Year's. Shower. You haven't showered in days. And, like, we're going. And we did. And I had kind of fun? I don't really remember. I think it was fun. But, yeah. But it got you out of your funk. Yeah. Like, don't. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't. Don't stay stuck if you feel like you're stuck. Another good thing is, like, be a tourist in your own town. Like, Oh, I love doing that. There's nothing to do. Dude, go play fucking putt-putt. Go to the fucking, like, medieval times. Go to that, like, weird fucking coffee shop that, like, has topless servers i don't know just do like the weird stuff you've never done in your own town and like even that stuff can be fun so if you're like there's nothing new here eh, like
0: yeah there's always something yeah just go to mad. the don't do mad. go to the like metal bell museum that your town is known for go I to like the taxidermy place. museum that exists like down in on my the highway basement. Uh, maybe don't go to that one <laughs> but um yeah go do those things that you wouldn't normally those are going to help you branch you know, out that funk And one thing that I will say, just, like, overarching advice, is if you're in a funk and you're not feeling great about things and you're really trying and you're trying to find things to do, only go for things that you're interested in or things that, like, will bring you joy. Like, don't do something because you feel like everyone else is doing it or because, like, your family thinks you should or because... You, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, a lot of times there's pressure to do things that maybe
1: yeah, yeah, yeah everyone yeah. else thinks I mean.
0: helps, but you're like, that doesn't sound fun to me. Like, you, no. Flora, I was like, journaling helps me, but you're like, I don't want to journal. That sounds stupid as hell. I'm not going to do that. Like, don't do it then. Like, find yes. something that you love. Find yeah. something that, like, is positive to you and you enjoy doing and do that. Like, I don't care what it is. As long as it's not, like, hurting anyone else or hurting yourself, go for it. Yeah.
1: So, like, have a seat and, like, think about, like, What do I want to do? Like, what sounds fun to me? And then, like, make a list of, like, fun shit. And the next time you're like, oh, I'm bored. You can, like, take a look at it and be like, oh, I should do that. Or, like, I want to get into fucking cross-stitching. Or, like, I want to learn how to bottle beer. Or, like, I want to take apart this television. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there
0: are a lot of things. Like, only seek out those things that, like, you think will like make you happy don't just mm-hmm. do things because everyone tells mm-hmm. like everyone tells mm-hmm. you to do them mm-hmm. or because everyone else is doing them or you're feeling pressure to do them or like whatever like and with it with within reason of course like take your meds if you need to <laughs> but yeah. like at the same time like if someone's like hey listen to this podcast it's amazing you're gonna feel great and they like don't shut up about it and you're just like at the point where you're now it. dreading to listen to this freaking podcast don't fucking listen to it Listen to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, fucker, I'm busy. Stick it to them. Yeah. Be like, no, I'm listening to this shit. Get out of here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I think that's all good advice. But I think, too, at the end of the day, if, like, every day is a struggle and, like, you're having a hard time getting up and the bad days outweigh the good and all that stuff, like, obviously seek professional help. Therapists. You can talk to your doctor. You can talk to a psychiatrist if you want to. Like, anything is... You've got to do something. Don't just live in a perpetual funk. And if you need to get a new job, get a new fucking job. If it's horrible and you hate every single day, like, yeah, I've been there, dude. It's not good. I did it for years and I almost actually died. So just don't do it. It's not worth it. And you might think to yourself, like, I'm the only one that can take care of these animals and you're not. Somebody else can do it for you and you can go live and be happy.
0: And yeah. Yeah, these guys aren't your responsibility. Like, you work there, and you take care of them every day, but the places existed before you got there, it will exist after you leave, so don't let that stand in your way, and yeah, Flora's absolutely right, like, if if it becomes something that you can no longer do, I think that's the other thing, too, especially in this career that I see a lot, is, like, there's so much guilt if people feel like they want to leave, and that in itself is enough of, like, an impediment to keep them from leaving. Like, they're just like, no, I can't, I can never do it, I would feel so guilty, And then they never leave and then they're miserable for the rest of their lives. Like, no, that's stupid. There's nothing to say that you've got this highly coveted job. It's an amazing opportunity. You did it and it ran its course. It's not a, like, lifelong commitment. If you're done, you're done and leave Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. enjoy the time you had. Don't let, like, your current funk mar the amazing experiences you had, but take what you learned and bring it into something else. Know that you did a good thing. Like, don't feel trapped in something just because you signed up for it once.
1: Yeah, it's better to be broke and happy
0: than rich and dead. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Seriously, like if you if you feel like there aren't any other options, like first off, we make nothing. So nothing. like you can probably make more working at like Chick Fil A. So like go work at Chick Fil A instead. Actually, don't. They hate gay people. Go find somewhere don't else. Work but at like Fil A, the mullet like, won't appreciate. <laughs> no God. No. But, like, seriously, like, we don't make that much money. So, like, don't feel like you're going to suddenly not have any money because you're going to be in the same boat. But you're probably going to be happier. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> you know? So, like, go find something that you love doing and just know that, like, you had a great run and there's nothing wrong with tapping out. Like, I honestly firmly believe that if you are a keeper for your entire life, like, things up. Like, that's not a normal decision. And that's not to say that people <laughs> that like do this for a long time are like weird or stupid or like whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I think everyone's amazing who does this. But I honestly think that because of the fact that it is such a physically, emotionally, and mentally taxing job, if you do it for thirty plus years, like either you're miserable or you have some sort of like weird self hatred. I don't know, man. Or because a like
1: superpower.
0: Yes, or secret superpower because, like, like an iron how skeleton, are how is you your doing body it? Upright? <laughs> are you happy in your own life? Like, are you happy in your day to day? Do you, are you as passionate as you were on day one? Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like zookeeping is not a lifelong career. I feel like it's something that you do for a while and you help out in the ways that you can, and then you take what you've learned and you apply it elsewhere to help, you know, continue the charge. But, like, I just, I feel like. Because it is such a long-term thing, like, it can really wear on you. And you'd never want to get to the point where, like, big events in your job don't phase you anymore. Like, animal deaths, if they don't phase you anymore, you need to leave. If, like, a mishap by a coworker or a mishap by yourself, if you make a mistake and you're not concerned about it, and it's, like, a big mistake, you need to probably do something about it. Like, Mm -hmm. all of those things, it's so easy the longer you're there – And the more burned out you get to just overlook them, and that's when bad things happen. So, like, don't let yourself get to that point. Try to do some introspection. Care about yourself. Make good good decisions. Make good choices for yourself yourself and those around you. Exactly.
1: Above your career and above everything
0: else. Exactly. There are going to be – like, this is a hugely coveted career. There are going to be lots of people excited to join and take up the charge, so – don't worry that no one's going to be around to take care of the animals you do or or that you failed at what you were trying to do. No, that's not the case. You did a great job and if you want to continue, great. If you don't want to continue, great. Do whatever you want to do. But so take care a of bath, get a first. pedicure,
1: get a massage, put on a face mask,
0: drink, drink some
1: tea, drink some tea, maybe a bottle Let, of wine, play light some a candle, games, read that book, light that candle, go play fucking top golf. Go to oh, yeah. that weird bookstore that has those smelly books and live a little. Excuse What?
0: <laughs> what? Smelly books? Yeah, you know how old books smell? Oh, yeah. I thought you meant it was like a gimmick. <laughs> like, go to the smelly bookstore. Not dude. Just it's that old bookstore
1: you never go to, but you always wanted to go to because oh. they have all those books.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. This is I very mean, long. It's a long list of things to do, but I hope it was helpful and I hope it helps someone out there. Because we've all been there. I know yeah. Flora and I have like definitely felt that fatigue, and it sucks
1: for years of my life. Actual years of my life. Yep. Yep. Years.
0: And now you're here, and now you're in a position where you yeah we are started this better big better dumb podcast, stuff. so I don't know, create something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hey, what we yeah. Did.
1: Instead <laughs> of jumping off a cliff, I made a podcast. Wink. I don't know why I winked. (laughs) I don't know either. Was that an innuendo? (laughs) What does that mean? I don't know. Maybe just like look at me
0: now, wink? Yeah, I guess. Is that it? But no, in all seriousness, I think we did touch on it earlier, but if you are really feeling bad about things, please seek out help and just know that like drastic measures are never an option and you should take care of yourself and we love you and we're always here if you guys want to talk about stuff. And oh my god yes they can write us about their shitty jobs
1: like i yeah, write feel you free. when i was upset and then yeah like if it's anything we can be their bouncing board
0: yeah that's totally fine
1: <laughs> <Is> that <what laughs> it?
0: be their bouncing backboard <laughs> mm, i don't know we won't no, tell but anybody. seriously yeah but seriously like if it's If you feel like there's no light, and you're walking around like a ghost, and you don't know what to do, there are lots of resources, there's lots of, like, suicide prevention hotlines, and texting numbers, and emails, and websites, and Mm -hmm. tons of Mm -hmm. stuff. So just know that there's always options, and you're not alone. (laughs) And we love you. And we love you.
1: Yay! And you're first. You're our number one. Put yourself first. Because we put you first. Well, sort of. Behind ourselves. (laughs) Behind ourselves. (laughs) That's the whole point. You're the first one right behind me.
0: (laughs) You are number two, but a strong number two.
1: It's like italicized, at least.
0: Ooh, 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 and bolded. Size 14. Comic Sans. Oh! (laughs) No. Okay. Well, I think that's all I got. I I feel like we covered that pretty well, and hopefully that was helpful for everyone there.
1: I mean, that's what we do... Oh, sorry, buddy. that's what we do. If you guys have anything else you want us to talk about that you think have helped you in your career or just, like, in your day-to-day, um, feel free to send us an email. We can, like, add it in into another episode, another suggestion. Because, yeah. um, again, we said a lot of stuff that's quote-unquote feminine. Rah, um, So if there's somebody else who
0: has different ideas or... Or more feminine ideas, let us know. Yeah. Bring it out. Whatever. All right, so Flora, I'm gonna wrap up this conversation. (laughs) Yes. Great. Uh, With a would you rather?
1: Ah, we haven't done one in so long. Oh my god! I know. We're gonna have to.
0: That was horrid. You shrieked right in my ear. (laughs) All right. So, would you rather be a male hyena in a female-driven society? Okay. And just get shat on 24/7. Yeah. Or be a female hyena. And pop out babies out your clit. I would rather be a female hyena and pop out babies out of my clit. Nice. That's a strong choice. (laughs) (laughs) Because even though I have testicles, they're not real. And I would hate to have testicles that are real. Plus, I'd be in charge, so, like, I would get to pick what we watch during dinner every night. And that's my jam.
1: (laughs) And, like, the fact that I'm just, like, in control, and then, like, whatever I shit out of my clit is also in control. Mm -hmm. Like, booyah.
0: Agreed. And I could be, like, I could have the worst hair day and, like, have, like, boogers hanging out of my nose and, yes. like, be farting constantly and everyone would be like, oh, she's amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's big clit.
1: <laughs> and I would get to eat first and also, like, they make 70 cents to my dollar and everything's great.
0: Ooh, the tables have turned. The turntables. The turntables have turned around. Again. <laughs> the lazy Susan <laughs> is spinning. <laughs> Sounds like an ominous code. (laughs) The lazy Susan, she is spinning. The black ops have been initiated. (laughs) Well, and that's when like the other person responds like, oh, I see. Is it 180 degrees or 240 degrees? And then depending on what you choose, either the earth explodes or I don't know. We milk the ice caps. Or all the cats take over.
1: Oh, ice cats. The ice cats
0: take over. Oh my god, we've got to stop talking. We've got to stop. We melt the ice cats and the cats come out and they save us all. This is done. This is over. Worth it. Okay, thanks everyone for joining us in our Q&D. Thank you. Uh, These get kind of done whenever we get questions. So if you guys have a question, feel free to send us those at keeperchat at gmail.com. We're happy to answer or talk about anything. So send them on in. Hit us up. Give them to us. Gimme. Also, you can message us on Twitter or any other platform. I don't care. We check all those. So, they're all uh, the same handle. It's Keeper Chat. Until next time, why don't you go ahead and stay grimy and take care of yourself, okay? Bye. Take a bath. Bye. Take a Rinse off that
1: grime and that Epsom salt bed.
0: No, 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 no. Put it back on when you're done. (laughs) I literally said stay grimy. Okay, put it to the side. Put it back on. Okay, bye. Bye.